first I have to write the thing, and then gotta fuck this, and then that's it. Folks, welcome back to the job meltdown. I am still your host, T Cloud. Welcome back from break. Good to see you. Today's episode talks about the crappiest jobs to have, and I thought about this for a while because work is tough, but there's always that job that lurks in the shadows that does a huge volume of work, but the credit is dead silent. Today's topic is on janitors, plumbers, and wastewater. But why all three? Why these three together? How is this not three different topics to address? Well, they all deal with cleaning up messes from everyone else doing their work and normal body functions going awry. But are these jobs currently doing okay? These are absolutely jobs that are needed. So is it in high demand to be a plumber? Is everything a-okay down at the sewage treatment plant these jobs deserve a lot more love than they are given credit for so grab a bucket and a smile as we clean up the gunk that resides in the pits of custodial work and wastewater so the janitor i've never been a janitor myself but let's really think about the start of where your filth is taken care of Your title at work may not be janitor at the starting entry job, but you may find yourself being the cleaning person, the creature known as the cleaning being. Wiping things down, dusting, spraying windows, cleaning the roof, and many, many more tasks that really should be done because the cleaner a business looks, there's a better chance of making a positive atmosphere and making people feel comfortable and so on. A lot of you are familiar with some tasks. Vacuuming and getting rid of stains and sweeping. And that means you already know what your time is about to consist of when doing it. And how it won't look quite finished until you're finished. This is not a demanding job. At least not every hour on the hour kind of stress. Yet situations like all jobs will arise that will be stressful bam out of nowhere left hook in the face the next sentence i'm going to say is uncomfortable but stay with me be strong with me a dead pile of rats in a blood trail covered in vomit that was terrible i left an aftertaste in my mouth that description is over the top, but it kind of hints on what janitors have to deal with at the quote-unquote extreme level. Again, I know body fluids are a part of us and whatnot, but when you go to a job where one hour is sweeping and another is anything close to the bad sentence I said earlier, it makes me still wonder again why we do pay for most jobs based on the hour rather than task accomplished. I don't know what old sayings to follow anymore, like what old advice still stands, but the phrase fair is fair 
might apply here, but things seem pretty unfair, opposite fair, to be fair. Again, let's say the pay is satisfying to you. What else does a custodian need more of to have the job be better? If we all learn that janitors actually get paid a decent wage, why would you look down upon this job? Think about what I said earlier on how you're familiar with your chores being closely related to janitor work. One example is throwing out the trash. That, you know the moment of trash where pretty much it's full, but you have a plastic wrap in your hand and you think, hmm, I guess I could take out the trash. Or I could totally not. <laughs> I'm not taking that bag of filth out. It's not even all mine. Only 76% of the trash is mine. Harumph. Let me stop that bit. But seriously, I think my trash is full right now because just the thought of being near trash, doing trash, is uncomfortable. And yet, a janitor, a custodian, or maid type has to do this every day. And for some reason, they're looked down upon as the creepy person who lives in a closet talking to Mr. Clean and Don Soap because they do a task or job that you don't want to do. Isn't that kind of ironic? We look at custodians as this low entry level job because they do something humans would rather not do. To think you're above taking out the trash is one thing, but being somehow better than a person actually doing a task you wouldn't want to do is really rude and shouldn't be on that train of thought anyways. Oh, and I thought about garbage men too on the subject of garbage, but that ties in on the next job. So let me end the first round on this. The research on the question, is being a custodian a good job or a bad job? The results were actually swinging in both directions a lot. I found some questions like this on Reddit, again, because the Ask Reddit sub sometimes has good discussions on there. So yeah, when you look up, is being a custodian a good career, there are many Reddit posts saying... I got a job as a janitor and it's really relaxed and kicked back. Quotes like, I could do this for a while by some users. Which is surprisingly wholesome in my opinion because it's really good to hear the rose that comes out of the thorn bush, you know? That good stuff where even this so-called low, dirty job, and, and it can be dirty, has a bright side to it. I like that. But... To give you some insight on why janitors and jobs of the same sort of work need better pay and better recognition for what they do, Reddit again shares some horror stories. There's a few articles too, and scholarly links on like immigrant custodians, and that's a whole crazy situation. But yeah, people talk about cleaning throw up between slot machines at casinos and ladies. Not to single you out there, there are plenty of stories of males doing crazy things in bathrooms being disgusting, but there were many, many users stating how women's bathrooms would just be 
covered in blood. Again, please don't turn me off. But yeah, no one is excited for that kind of work. So I want to thank any and all of you out there who go through this stuff. You are appreciated. Let's treat our custodians and janitors and maids all with respect and spread the word to do so. Okay, so plumbing. Real quick, custodians usually deal with dust and clutter and broken glass and electric units and all that. But you already could guess that they have to clean toilets as well. So when your bathtub or toilet don't work to flush unwanted bile away for cleaning, you want one of two things to happen. I always do a one-two punch. One is knowing how to plumb correctly because it really sucks not having a working appliance like a toilet. My goodness, what a mess. So the second option is calling an expert who knows how to fix this problem if it's really bad. I'll share a story on how things could look if we all didn't have plumbers to rely on in our busy lives. Hey, I'm Charles from Clog Dogs Company. I'm here for the toilet issue. Hi, yes. Come on up this way to the bathroom. So what seems to be the issue here? Oh, well, my son decided to flush a Lego pirate ship down the toilet, and I just can't get this darn thing to budge or break without something possibly going on. It's also not the newest piping in this place. Ah, I see. Well, I'll have to take a few pieces off here to see what's going on. Okay, thank you so much. Ugh, gosh. Can you hand me that light real quick? Yeah, sure. Ugh. Man, I'm not sure what to say, but I might have to do some extra cutting and drilling for this. Uh, it's right by a bent corner. Here, but I understand. Wait. Let me ask you something, sir. Have you ever stepped on a Lego? Uh, yeah. It hurts. Ah, so it will know what you smell like. I'm sorry? Tell me, sir, are you willing to do something drastic? to get this Lego piece out of this drain? Well, I, I don't want to spend a ton. I know I'm in a rough spot right now, but it really wasn't that big of a Lego build. If you can, sir, I would want you to put your bare foot on this pipe for me so we can retrieve the Lego set. What? Yes, sir, you see, Legos are so attracted to feet, it's like a magnet. And if you've stepped on a Lego before in your life, this Lego is going to want to see next to that foot action. Are you crazy? Sir, I've had to start this career with at least 4,000 hours apprenticeship, and that's only the beginning. I know what it takes to get these gosh dang Lego pieces to move with their own free will. Legos don't have wills. It's plastic. Get your foot by the pipe, man. We don't have too long before it gets worse. <sighs> Whatever. Easy now. Don't touch me right now. I can do this. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. Just hold it there for a sec. <sighs> yep, I know. So how are you? Don't make this weird right now. Well, you never know when you might need help, right? Yeah, that's true. I guess it seems like when you take care of one thing, another... Wait. You hear that? What was that? Keep your foot steady. My house. Steady? What? Oh my god. No! Ah! 
Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just glad you got that Lego piece out of there. Thank you for your help. That's okay, sir, but we definitely will want to talk about a payment plan for this one. <clears throat> All right, so in this totally normal example of a typical day for a plumber, there's some pretty horrendous things plumbers might have to deal with on occasion that many other people wouldn't do. Let's get ourselves educated a little bit on plumbers before we find out what's exactly going on in their heads. Oh, and before I move on, I focused on plumbers and I'm not trying to skip out on other occupations like garbage men yet. To garbage guys, they have a bunch of different mini rules like they have a bunch of different mini roles they fulfill like truck driver and then whatever they do at the garbage plant, which that ties into the last subject. But anyways, I'm focused on plumber because they have to literally handle your dookie and you can throw your turds in the trash, but like you get where I'm coming from, I, I hope. Okay, so I wanted to know some fun facts about plumbing just so we have a general idea on what's going on. So first, some basic knowledge on plumbing comes from OliverHeatCool.com with a blog. I don't see a date except from a trademark at the bottom of this year, but let's see. Standardized plumbing can be traced to 3000 BC when the Indus River Valley civilization used earthen plumbing pipes to transport water and drains to transport water and drain wastes. Okay, so that's very interesting. Okay, so that would be a interesting thing to... So that would be pretty cool to see how they managed to... How they managed to figure that out. If you have a leaky faucet that drips twice per minute, you'll waste over a gallon of water in a week. The flushing toilet was invented by John Harrington in 1596, which is where we get the nickname the John. This next part disappointed me. We also call the toilet the crapper because of Thomas Crapper, and I was I was hoping it was Craper, but it it is Thomas Crapper, who was widely increased who widely increased the popularity of the toilet, who, widely, who was widely known for a lot of his... Uh, who was increasing in popularity. I can't imagine why. To go on, Mr. Crapper... He showed up in the Google feed a lot for modernized patents and designs for the toilet. So if you wanted to know if you could become a famous plumber, don't look at Mario. Look at Mr. Crapper. It's in his bloodline. Anyways, the word plumber comes from the Latin word plumbum, which means lead. Hopefully it's not lead. In 1939, Al Moen invented the single-handle faucet. 
that can control hot and cold water in just one turn. The floating mechanism in your toilet's water tank is called a ballcock, and it controls the flow of water. I had to say that because it's a rare opportunity to say those words on a non-swearing show. The first fire sprinkler system, just to get away from the toilet, was invented by a British man named Sir William Congreve. He perforated pipes along the ceiling and installed a valve outside the building that could be opened to send water through them. I'm here to tell you in the long run to thank your plumbers for what they do. And many probably need better pay and updated trainings and equipment and all that. But it's because of these names that we have a good plumbing system. And that's not the case in some places. India needs help catching up because they don't have all the modernized plumbing other places do. Sanitary.nyc talks about how 60% of the population right now doesn't have indoor bathrooms or modern plumbing, so they have to do all their business outside. Africa isn't too far behind with a lot of the continent in need of water in the first place, and also China has an issue with keeping up on all of its infrastructure, making new and updating the old with such a large, dense population. Let's move on to the last part of this episode by once again thanking all the plumbers for what they do. All right, your toilet's fixed. So where does all that waste go? How is it always taken care of, being treated right now? You might be rolling your eyes with this subject already. Who cares where my dumps go? Well, I really wanted to explore who does all that stuff for us because industries have problems and people strike, and I don't know about you, but people taking care of waste are in like my top five categories of please, please don't strike, and please pay these people well. To make sure I'm getting my terms correct, are waste, water, and sewage the same thing? Oxymem, not men, it was maryechomary.com. Although the term sewage usually brings toilets to mind, it is used to describe all types of wastewater generated from domestic dwellings. There are two types of sewage, black water, or wastewater from toilets, and gray water, which is wastewater from all domestic sources except toilets. Black water and gray water have different characteristics, but both contain pollutants and disease-causing agents that require treatment. So there you go, already there's different terms for wastes, and there's a need to treat it. A week ago, six days today actually, abc7news.com said that thousands of city workers were protesting in LA, picketing near LAX. Quote, we are here, you you hear us outside, we're tired of the disrespect when it comes to bargaining, said Simboa Wright, vice president of the union and a wastewater collection worker with more than 20 years of city service. That's why I bring this story up. It's not just wastewater workers mentioned on here. Here's an example of someone loyal to their work. And then when things aren't being changed to help the worker, even though things are getting more ridiculous in price, they demand change. I'll step away from strikes and read from a different source. Governing.com. Wastewater has the best green jobs 
workers don't know about. According to American Society of Civil Engineers, ASCE, local governments spend $20 billion a year in capital expenditures on sewers and $30 billion a year operating and maintaining them. In 2016, so a bit ago, this article was in 2021, U.S. EPA survey determined that $271 billion was needed to improve and maintain the vast wastewater infrastructure, most of it within five years. If we want to talk money with jobs, then that is a lot of money. So to make sure when you deal with these kinds of numbers, you formulate a plan to best combat that. This is me talking, by the way. And you do that the best that you can. Back to the article. Wastewater may not be on the front mind in most discussions of green jobs, but this sector offers opportunities to make profound contributions to sustainability and environmental health. Preventing dangerous pollutants and contaminating watersheds and the ocean and damaging the web of life has elemental importance. But it's not only the green service that workers in the sector provide. Advances in anaerobic digestion, I believe it's anaerobic, methane capture and even microbial fuel cells makes it possible to generate energy from wastewater. Water recycling technology is now sophisticated enough to turn sewage into potable water. And it is already being used in jurisdictions around the country. Recycled water will play an increasing role in preventing shortages and aquifer depletion. Water jobs pay more, on average, when compared to all occupations in the U.S., and they pay up to 50% more to workers at the low end of the income scale. But despite the combination of high purpose and solid pay, wastewater agencies across the country face worker shortages. All right, so that's the end of that article. So this job pays well and gives high meaning to a person. And yet before this, I didn't know wastewater was so important. Now I'll always have respect for those who work in wastewater and sewage. I might not shake their hand at first. Probably a fist bump. Janitors are cool people. Plumbers probably make a decent living, but it might be time to think about bumping that pay first for what horrors their noses have to endure. Dealing with waste, I give a huge thumbs down to. But the folks who work with it all the time, that's two thumbs up for that. That's all I have time for today. I have some cleaning to do myself. Make sure to download, follow, or like this episode if you did like it. My name is T-Cloud. This is The Job Meltdown. Thanks for listening. Coma Media, Deep Ambient, is the show intro and outro music. You can find and share this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and other places you find shows like this. And as always... Don't work too hard out there. Till next time.